we go. We're back. Trash Talk is back again for sports bet. I'm here with Corey Homicide Williams and Mark Worthington. There's plenty of topics. No NBL games, of course, which is actually a nice little break from the usual. But the NBL is still in action with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix currently dominating the free agency market, as you would expect. Who have they signed so far? Majden? Creek? Majden, Creek, Chimra, Maneki, and as of the last 48 hours, Ty Wesley and Adam Gibson. So we knew that Adam Gibson was on the way. Ty Wesley one surprises me as an import as well, which I think is a great move. I get the feeling by your facial expressions now whether you don't necessarily agree with me. I question this one. I don't question the player that he is. I think he's a great player, first and foremost. Yeah, no doubt. But he's your foreman. What position has Mitch Creek been playing in the mm. G League? Four. So this is either telling me that Mitch Creek isn't coming back or you're happy with Ty Wesley coming off the bench as an import. Now, if he was still a local, I'd say this is unreal. Like great, Chima, great signing. Chima Maniki is also a four. Well, now He can't shoot the ball to be a three. He's a four. So now you've got three four men. <laughs> we know that Mitch Creek can play the three. Yeah. But I think we've seen in the NBL previous – that his best basketball was in the four spot with Adelaide. That grand final series, he's a he's a matchup nightmare. And add on top of that, his three-point shot has improved since going over with the Long Island Nets. So for me, I think it could be a little glimpse into Creek not coming to the Phoenix. And this is purely speculation. We don't know, yeah. I don't know shit here. But for me, I, I found it a weird signing for the fact that he no longer – I know he's going to become a local again somewhere down the line. We don't know. But he's your import that looks like he will be a backup if Mitch Creek comes back. Is there any chance that he comes in with Ty Wesley if Simon Mitchell decides to run this super small ball sort of lineup and Ty Wesley can run the five? Because he's got the strength to play against fives in this league. No. No. <clears throat> I think Mitch- Melbourne was successful when they ran him at the five. I think Mitch Creek is not coming back. I think Chima will be the backup four and Ty Wesley will be the starting four. He could never play the five in this league. because He has. He played it with Melbourne and was really successful with it. Won a championship doing it at times. And that was before the Bogut effect where every team had a legitimate center. So I don't believe that would happen. I think he's just going to be the starting four with Chima as the backup. And what what Mitch Creek is doing right now, there's no way he's, he'll be back in Australia. And ensuring that he's going to be the insurance, he meaning Ty Wesley and Chima at the four. If Mitch comes back, Mitch has just played a three. That's the thing. And I, I, I think that could also be a good thing for Mitch Creek's career if he's at the three. Because if he wants to go to the NBA, he's not going to do it as a stretch four. And that has been some of his issues so far as transitioning. And you look at the way he's been playing for the Long Island Nets, he has been playing a little bit of three as well. And I feel like for him to make the NBA, it has to be as a perimeter three. Well, the other one is Gibbo, which obviously they're putting a veteran team together. They're saying we want to win now. This is not. Yeah, I like. This it. is not a uh, let's see how we go in the first year sort of thing. You're putting a, together a roster that, and if you look at the attitudes alone of their four main, and I, I don't know enough about Chimmer, but we know he's a young guy who's bouncy, is yeah. super athletic. But Adam Gibson, he has that shit about him that you want come finals. Ty Wesley has that shit about him yeah, you got that, that you right. want one finals. Mitch Creek 
has that shit about him and has proven himself. In those three have all proven themselves. And Ben Madgen, we know he's the ultimate professional, has some shit about him as well. Well, they want to build this team as it. And when they're even marketing this team, is that sort of you want to have Melbourne United as that white collar corporate sort of thing. And then Southeast Melbourne Phoenix is that blue collar outer suburb sort of style. So they've really recruited players and they've done it in a great way because players are not only can play, they haven't just recruited a whole bunch of bullies. And I'll just say this for Corey because I know he wants to say it. It doesn't mean shit if the Perth Wildcats get. Sean Long. <laughs> Sean Long. Sean Long. Sean Long. Sean Long. Oh, is there any more word on that? No. Uh, I have to check my sauce again. I have to um, go back to Barbecue Instagram. or uh, tomato? Tomato. Yeah. Well, because he's go probably going to try to go the whole way to make the NBA. So he's going to go through <clears> the whole <throat> process, the camp process, all that sort of stuff. And I think he's got a, a legitimate shot. But you don't blame the Perth Wildcats for waiting. And if they're going to use him in potentially a third import spot, Wait the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. You could wait the whole time. Because they can time. win with two imports. They've done it. No, I don't think that. Surely not. Surely not. <laughs> talking, talking about third imports, how's your uh, Essendon Bombers going, mate? Yo, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but we look like shit. And it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's just effort. They're, like, I feel right now, without even knowing the game, I could suit up and give more effort than the, play, that the players on the field. They're not giving effort. Yeah. That has nothing with skill or ability. It's effort. You get your ass blasted by 72 points round one. All right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this you in the corporate lounge or was this the team on the field? And then, Who was getting their ass blasted? <laughs> and then round two, you just come out with another lackluster performance. Even the game got as close as to 10 points. It still did not look like you posed any threat to St. Kilda. Mate, who could, should not be winning? It could that. be who should not be winning. Could be worse. You could be a Fremantle supporter <laughs> and lose to the Gold Coast on the weekend. Oh, and I said yeah. after round one, Fremantle was like an elephant up a tree. You don't know how it got there, but you knew it was going to fall. <laughs> and it took one round to fall. It took one round. What's that saying? It's like an elephant up a tree. You don't know how it got there, but you know it's, it's going to fall. fall. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, Adelaide, Nathan Sobey Bang. put out a message thanking the Adelaide crowd. The one important thing that was missing in his thank you, or not important to him, was thanking the head coach, Joey Wright. And there's a lot of rumours circulating around Adelaide at the moment about players unhappy with Joey, management unhappy with Joey. I wouldn't be surprised if management are doing everything around them to try and make Joey Wright quit at the moment. See, that fucks with me so much because Joey Wright's a proven winner in this league. So whatever he's doing, Adelaide, the management of Adelaide should be more focused on putting guys around Joey Wright that are comfortable playing with it because he's proven success. I, the guy can fucking coach and he seems to get the most out of his players. So maybe, like, I just can't understand it. Like, the player, people that play under Joey Wright usually come out a lot better than before. I he gives you a com you, he gives yeah. you a confidence that you I always want to spend go undercover and spend a year at Adelaide and just work out what the fuck's going on. Like what yeah. these guys are playing better than they well, were before, Joey, get, and then hating him. Well, I played under Joey, so I can give yeah. you some insight, right? Good Joey, idea. I don't need to go undercover anymore. Joey is a hard coach. He's tough, and the thing that makes Joey right really good is he doesn't matter if you're the number one player on the team or you're the development player. You all get treated the same. If you don't put in the effort, and I think we've all been around those coaches that butter the yeah. number one and number two's ass, whoa. <laughs> and, and, then, 
and then gets after all the young guys on the team. And you can see that. And as, as yeah. a player, you hated that. Even as a number one or number two player, you hated that because you knew if you fucked up, you are fine. But yeah. the young guys always used to get killed. Joey Wright will go after you. We saw it with Jerome Randall, the year he won MVP in the preseason. He went after Jerome and challenged him and said, if you don't pick up your shit, you're out, you're of, out here. of here. You know, He went on to be the MVP of the league that year. He's, he did it with me. It didn't matter. I, I'd walk in. And you know, these days you'd miss any tra- pra- practice with general soreness. Joey wasn't having any bar of that. He said, if you want to be the leader of this fucking team, you lead. You can't lead by just taking days off. And so he's hard on you. And he like, took a team that was nowhere near as talented as Melbourne United all the way to game five of the finals. But this is the thing. We talk about his coaching. How about his recruiting? His ability to find players that can play his style of basketball. Like, let's call a spade a spade. Nathan Sobey wasn't shit coming out of camp. That's my fucking point. He Where did Nathan Sobey come from? Okay. Where was he before Joey Wright? No. On a fucking bench getting no burn. Like, dudes, like, that shit is crazy to me how the disrespect just goes in and everybody just says what they want to say. And like you said before, how many players, Aussie players, had this man produced into studs afterwards? Mitch Creek wasn't Come shit on, man. before Joey that's, got to Adelaide. Ridiculous. Yeah, but he was also 12 years old. <laughs> but no, 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 no. But he'd been in the league and yeah, he was yeah. known as... He, he, yeah. Even, and I can say this, Joey wasn't sure about Mitch Creek when he got to Adelaide. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I want to keep this kid. And Joey Wright seems to have a really good relationship with Mitch Creek. He does. Because Mitch Creek seems like a tough motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Joey's oh, ability... he seem like a tough motherfucker. He yeah. is a tough <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but Joey's... Joey's one of, if not the best coach I agree. in our league. And you're right. Whatever Adelaide's doing right now, Adelaide's taking what Adelaide management is taking what the Adelaide players do on the court. They're taking fuckery to another level. The fuckery is real with Adelaide. The fuckery is real with, with the Adelaide. People. <laughs> with the coaching staff. Yeah. So But obviously Gibbo signing with Southeast Melbourne is just another way of saying that Sobey's going to Brisbane pretty much as well. Yep. So I think we can count that happening in the next couple of days. LeVar Ball. Ooh. Do you want to fill us in, Felix, on what LeVar said? Well, LeVar Ball is having one of his very rare interviews this year. You notice he's been sort of tucked away to the sideline. But now that LeBron has finished for the season, he seems to have just jumped out of the woodwork again. I think there's some contractual requirements there for him to remain away. But. At the BBB, Triple B, Big Ball Around All-Star Game, he mentioned that LaMelo Ball, the son who, may we add, is an unbelievable player. Is Off- a potential offensive player. Offensive player who is a talent. Wants to play. He's not going to go to college. He's given two potential destinations, China and Australia. I said that like an American. Yeah. Australia. 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 I think what's awesome about that is that's the right decision for him to make. You know, his, the way his dad is. We know his yeah. dad has a huge mouth, bigs his kids up, overtalks, loud and overbearing. The only thing he can do is go overseas, which right now that would be the best possibility for his child. You can come to Australia, which is one of the best leagues in Australia, in the world, outside of the NBA, has an amazing proven track record so far 
in the last three years as far as the Future Stars program. Yes. Like Next Generation, what is it? Brian Bowen. Uh, Next, Next Stars. Stars. Next Stars program. Brian Bowen and Terrence Ferguson. Exactly. So, obviously, they, these kids that have come, the last two, one is doing extremely well in the NBA, better than we all thought, and another one is, is going to be a first-round pick. So, obviously, with that track record proven here, that's the safest bet to go. Now, the question is, if he comes here, he will struggle because this is not a cupcake league. Now it's about what team can handle that dad's mouth. What team is going to give this kid opportunity well, on the court? Well, I saw on Twitter yesterday that Paul Smith, the new majority owner of the Sydney Kings, said it would be great if he came here, but we don't want him. He's already come out and said I mean, Listen, we don't if want I'm him. Adelaide, I reckon Joey Wright would be cool with him. I reckon just in terms of that run-and-gun style, just the way that Joey Wright coaches, I'd love to see him at Adelaide. You know why? Offensively, yes. It ain't going to work. Defensively, yeah. no. Because he'll trust me. Out. And trust me. Exactly. LeVar don't want none of that smoker, Joey. I'm telling you, it, it, it'll get ugly real quick. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want. So. I couldn't give a fuck if LaMelo came out here, dropped 40, got his ass beat, whatever. I just want to see Corey go at LeVar Ball. I, think I would just love to see that one-on-one. Actually, I'd like to that see that. That just too. back and forth. That, I believe, would be must-see TV <laughs> for sure. But I think if he's smart, he's going to China. His, his kid will get exposed out here and may not get yeah. uh, a lot of playing time, and it would look bad. Well, it really does. I'll tell you what's going to help. Chinese don't understand what he's saying, so how it would work. And yeah. big money. Yeah. <laughs> but how Bowen goes <laughs> yeah. in this NBA draft. The other thing is why China is more... Uh, lucrative. Pushing the big bowler brand. Pushing the big bowler brand. They've just lost their own son. He just left the brand. Got his tattoo replaced with dice instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lonzo. Got the tattoo replaced. Everything. Covered. Um, so going to Who China. Who's signing with? Nike. He's been wearing Nikes. Oh, okay. And LeBron's been pushing that too. Mm. So going to China. Pushing the brand in China, you're you're gonna make reality TV shows, but much, but, yeah. but, but he's gonna make more money in China than what he will make but here it, but, in Australia. But there's the there's the thing that's been brought up as on well. the court is and money off the, the court. Issue? Is money the issue right Money's now? I think issue. money they is the issue. Money. They've got a lot of no, they do. Lavar Ball has actually had been pretty successful himself, right? Over the Doing last what? sort of thing, he's got his, that that with the balls show is extremely successful. How They're many turning into a Kardashian sort of thing. It's like into its third, I think. They money ain't up like that. They need to go to China to set up that factory to really get it popping. To really get it popping. I, I think we do have a decent chance of landing him when these talks. Where start. would he go play? Adelaide. There's plenty of teams he could go. Joe, play he at. don't want that smoke. He not going. It would but be a big market team. We don't. No, no, no. Because we don't know. We know Joe Lamelo Ball as a player. We don't know the way he interacts with coaches. We don't know any of that. We, we know, know Ball. I know. We don't know Lamelo. But Ball. I know. That shit ain't working. How? Joey. Well. He's the the middle son. What's his name? Leandro. His best friend was Eli Scott, who was a kid that I coached last year at Lola Marymount University at LMU. Is he still at LMU? He's still at LMU. Good player. And so I know the inside workings of the Ball family through Eli. Now, the dad's an asshole. We know that. Straight up. I don't up. mind it. I, I like LeVar You ain't got a coach. You ain't yeah, got a yeah, coach you your son. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm just saying I like him as a, as a character. Yeah. I, love I think him too. Yeah. Uh, Lon- Lonzo, Lonzo's. <laughs> let's, let's baptize him <laughs> by fire. Australia is not yeah. ready for no. that. Lonzo's cool. 
Leandro obviously is Eli's one of Eli's best friends. Yeah. And he Leandro knows he's not as good as the other two. Right. He he understands that. He's actually got even though he stole shit when he went with some sheets or but actually he he's got the best understanding of who he is and right. what he's about. They say the youngest ones are pain in the ass. I mean, he would be. His dad is pushing him. He actually can play. Everything is set up for him to do well. Yeah. Because his dad controls everything. His own AAU team. You the man. Shoot as much as you want. It's your world. It's not going to be like that here. And his dad is still going to be talking like that. No one wants to deal with that. I'm going to give you an example. I came out and said, Jason Kadee needs to go to NBL 1. The whole fucking world went crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can't say this. Players Association call NBL. What do you think you're going to... That's one comment in one season where the Players Associated, Players Association call the front office. Yeah. Do you think they can deal with this dad for six months? <laughs> it's no a good way. point. No it's a good way. Point. The culture is shifting slowly here. Yeah. Dealing with overbearing and loud mouths. Okay. I would be like a, a, <laughs> a, like a church pastor or something compared to this man with a microphone in this country. That's real talk. I don't, what think, coach could he I don't think you want to be anything related to the church right now. No, no, no. Catholic no, no. priest, no. But, like, I'd be, I'd be like, you know, quiet as a church mouse compared to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, agree, so, agree. No one would want that smoke. No okay, why. so we we can't deal with Lamelo Ball coming to the NBL, which we're not sure where that's happening or where talks are going on that. It's still all speculation at the moment. What about Zion Williamson? And not in the NBL before we bust a nut thinking he's coming to the NBL because he's whoa, definitely whoa, not. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Ain't, nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with busting a nut. Okay, okay, okay. Ain't nothing wrong with busting okay. a nut. God, it's a long morning. Um, team Sounds USA. like a happy morning to me. <laughs> Be happier than happy beginning. Doing myself. Yeah. Anyway, where though, you had a point where we do digress. Yeah. <laughs> you, have a, you had a point where Zion Williamson could potentially be in Melbourne for the Team USA game. Well, Team USA uh, uh, are breaking their rules, essentially. USA Asking, breaking the rules? Yeah, no. no. Oh, their rules. Their <laughs> rules. Uh, and have inquired about Zion joining the USA team. So he might play for Team USA before he plays in the NBA, which means potentially we could see Zion in Melbourne next year. Now, who do you think is pushing this? Team USA? or whoever Zion's about to sign with as an endorsement company. Because you want Zion in your brand in China as soon as possible. Because the Chinese love Zion. You want him in China wearing your brand as soon as possible. Well, where, it's, like the World a, Cup? it's like a $100 million bidding war at the moment. The, right? World Cup, the World Cup's in China. So you're going to be able to recoup half your money with Zion appearances, Easy. selling Zion merchandise, in China during the World Cup. You potentially could recoup all your money. Yeah. So I think Team USA <laughs> might be getting a kickback from, or who who sponsors Team USA as a brand? Nike. Nike. Think, yeah, so Nike. if he's a Nike athlete, then of course, yeah. pe people underestimate how much these endorsement companies and these sports brands control the show. No doubt. When it comes to players, it even happens on the AAU circuit. Where do you think Zion ranks in the NBA right now? Ooh, see, here's my thing. Because Colin Coward said he's a top 20 player in the NBA right now and listed and the top totally, 20. And that is totally, yeah, totally no way, no way to determine that. Here's my thing with Zion. And it's an unpopular opinion, and Gilbert Arenas actually brought this to the front. Mm -hmm. If you break down Zion's game and how he scores, he'll have, during any game, 12 points, you know, open transition against some little kid. 
six points off just RJ Barrett, just dishing to him in the lane and he just tomahawks it because he's right next to the rim. Another three to four points on spot up jumpers. He only really scores on his own back four to six points a game. You look at a guy like Ja Moran who's scoring, doing everything off his own bat. It's very tough to judge whether this guy's going to be a generational player because of how one-on-one based the NBA is. And we've seen virtually no one-on-one. Even when he gets it on the block, he kind of just tries to charge through people, which he could still potentially do in the NBA. But he's Westbrook's height. Like it is, it's, it's very hard for me to judge whether he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good player. No, no, no doubt he's going to be a good player. Is he going to be an Andrew Wiggins or is he going to be a LeBron? I have no idea. His athleticism will get him some serious buckets in the NBA, no doubt. But is am, am I sold on him being this future superstar, unbelievable talent we've never seen before? No. I think he's the most athletic player to ever come through the college system, yes. And I think he's smart. I think he's a smart player. And he appears to have a great work ethic and a great head on his shoulders. He's very likable. And I think all that adds up into it. And I'm no scout. But just going off after Gilbert Arenas bringing that up and then watching the uh, game against Michigan State, you watch it and you're like, yeah, there there is actually no real sort of, apart from one sort of post move where he just turned around baseline and there was no help there, there's no real one-on-one basketball in which the NBA is so predominantly based on. You know who impressed me a lot more this tournament? Ja Morant. No. Well, yes, he did, but... Carson Edwards from yeah, Purdue. Oh, that 40 ball? 42 versus oh. Virginia. 10 of 19 from three. And if you watch how he and gets it done. And they were threes that I would have gone one for 19. Like they were tough threes. Tough threes off the dribble. Like that guy, that guy is ready for the NBA. Yeah, he's like he's, that. And, and Trey Young set the precedent now. It doesn't matter what height you are. Correct. If you can fucking because, score the ball. Because where he was shooting from on the floor, yeah. he's got range. Yeah, he's got that range, and he all his shots they didn't look like missing. The ones that missed, coming off the hand, you're like, that's in. Yeah, and the ones that went in, they hardly touched the rim. Like, they, except he, for the his, bank shot to get him forty. Correct, <laughs> but you take that. Yeah, I fucking hell, take it's that. Working with you, but man, that was some performance that he put up. But I agree with you with Zion. What's your opinion on Zion? I mean, I agree. I I I, I don't know what he's going to do. You know, um, he doesn't can't create off the dribble that's my so issue if you're defending him all you got to do is back up you pick you make him he's going to get the ball at like the three or the mid-range right you just back up and it's not like a, when people are like oh but they back up on ben simmons he's still an all-star yeah ben simmons is an unbelievable passer he can do and so many other and things and six fucking ten he could do so many other things i agree ben simmons and and don't get us wrong he's 18 years old so i mean 18, the is tremendous you know so it's going to be interesting to see how he does Who's going to have a better career, Zion or RJ Barrett when it's all said and done? I think Zion, I mean, RJ Barrett just didn't bring in the tournament the offense. He was getting sort of James Harden comparisons in the way he plays his game. And it's always easy to just compare a good left-hander to the best left-hander because that's just what happens with these things. But he just didn't bring that sort of offensive firepower that I thought he was going to bring to the tournament. But he's also got a game size, got great size, great athleticism, smart player. He plays a style that will be much better suited to the NBA in terms of when he gets by his guy, he's not an unbelievable sort of, you know, in those claustrophobic situations, but you're not going to have that in the NBA. Three seconds in the key, bigger court, you're not going to have those sort of situations. And and I feel like RJ Barrett's going to grow into himself. Like Zion is yeah. a man amongst yeah. boys at the moment. RJ Barrett 
will get that size eventually. Yeah. And well, you know, we'll never you might, get that you, athleticism or size, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. He will. He'll he'll fill in to, and he'll find his way yeah. through it. I think I actually think he's going to be a better player. It'll be I think it's a lot closer than what people give it credit for because Zion has some unbelievable fucking highlights. Some unbelievable cleaning that shit. Whether it was goaltending or not, I don't care. Thank God the ref didn't call it. That was unbelievable. When he cleaned that shit off the off the top of the backboard. Like that stuff's cool. I love that. Absolutely. If I was playing against him and he did that to my shot, I wouldn't love that. That's goaltending. That's goaltending. Come on. <laughs> get this guy out of the league. He's a bust. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. There's gonna be a whole lot of highlight plays. It's very it's just really feeling like Andrew Wiggins to me at the moment. Corey. You're a little bit somber today, mate. Talk to us. Man, one of one of my heroes died today, yesterday. Yesterday. Nipsey Hussle got shot six times in front of his store in his community, in his form in his old community in LA. Very unfortunate. He was an activist. He was so positive. He gave back to the community. He did all the right things. You know, there's so many African Americans in whatever field of profession they're in, once they make it they leave and don't and don't go back. And people criticized him for that. And he wasn't that, you know, he gave the community everything that you're supposed to do, you're obligated to do when you're successful. And he still he still died. And it was very, very unfortunate. You know, we lost somebody in the community, in the culture that was huge for us at 33 years of age. And he will be missed. And it's just sad, it really is. So maybe Felix, you fill us in. He's been doing a documentary. He has, and there's the interesting thing. Now I'm a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. I get called out for that a lot. But this one seems very, very interesting because he was filming a documentary on Dr. CB. I Dr. CB. Dr. CB, mm -hmm. who had apparently found you know, the cure for AIDS and cancer and, and things of that nature through cheap remedies, food sort of stuff mixed together, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. He'd, cured, he'd cured like five cured or six, AIDS, five or six diabetes yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so cancer. And then he was, I'm not sure the exact He details. went to federal court yeah. and they tried him at the highest court and so, he beat the case. And then the next day in New York, he beat the other case. Yeah. So with no lawyer, how are you beating these cases with no lawyer if your claims aren't correct? And then he died in police and custody, right? And he mysteriously right? died. Right. In police custody. Exactly. Yeah. So if you understand the medical industry, it is a multi-trillion dollar industry. There's no way we want somebody to cure these things and have it all come out because we make our money based off of the medicine we're giving you, which we're killing you slowly. Mm -hmm. But So if we, if we come out with this information, people will find the cure. It's people like, have the cure. It's like finding a way for cars to run. Without fuel. There you go. Yeah. And exactly. did, that guy died too, right? Once he found a, a water solution yeah. of how cars could run without burning fossil fuel. And he mysteriously you died. You mysteriously well. died. If I found the cure to, not, no, the cure to disease would be a different thing. But if I found something that made cars run for free, I would just brush that thing off to the side, just put it in my own car and just keep real quiet and just keep driving for free. Well, unfortunately, if you do anything that solves a massive problem in society, you there's bigger You're papers. You're, You're a threat. You're fucked. So this well, documentary that was coming yeah, out, yeah. Um, obviously it had all the jewels being dropped, all this information, and they did not want that to happen. 
they meaning Big Farmer for sure. This man had the, the respect from every gang member. He was so solid to everybody. This is not a person you can just kill like that. You have to literally, it has to be an agreement from the top bosses in each gang to get the okay to kill somebody. Just like how the Italian mom is set up. For you to kill, a, you can't just kill a made man. You have to get it okayed. There's no way. There was too much. Uh, he was invested too much in the community in all gang cultures because he was all about bringing everybody together. So it was much bigger than how they're going to try to spin it. But the, the but the news is that came out is um, Nick Cannon is going to do everything possible to ensure that he takes over the documentary and it will come to light. So that was a, a huge positive. I woke up to. Yeah, this that's morning. what I was hoping that really, because I really want to learn more about this. And if there's anything positive that comes from this, it is that potentially it can bring more light to a situation that's been sort of thrown to the curb previously. Now, from a fairly somber situation, moving over to something a little more positive. Isaac Humphrey signing a 10-day contract with Atlanta. That's huge. Which has just been confirmed, he, I think. Because I've been looking at the he, lineups he, and he he's here. There. He's here there for the rest of the season now. The rest of the season. Yeah. So, so he was on the initial 10-day and they just said, we'll pick you up for the rest of the season, which I think is like an extra game. Yeah, yeah. but probably a little, quite a bit extra money. If we I'd assume about, I'd yeah. assume so. And he's, yeah. he's deserved it. I mean, from our last podcast, we it came out that morning, uh, the Thursday or Friday that we did our podcast, that he got picked up on a 10-day contract and then this morning being told he's going to be signed for the rest yeah. of the season. So Has he actually suited up? For, cause not he, yet, not yet. Forgive me for not watching too much Atlanta Hawks basketball. No, they're like the Cairns type aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except they've got yeah. Trey Young. But Cairns exactly. yeah, had Mellow Trimble. Like, yeah, exactly. It was, it was that sort of Speaking that sort of, of Mellow situation. Trimble, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> 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 look, Wertho knows. See, when Wertho has a look like that, Wertho knows. Wertho's, it's like, ah, I wasn't meant to say anything sort of look. I looked at Twitter today and somehow his Mellow Trimble's name came up in an article. Just the comments regarding him going to Adelaide 36ers next yeah. year. So imagine that trio of imports, Jacob Wiley, Mellow Trimble, and Ramon Moore. That'd be tough. That'd be exciting too. Mix that with Froling. They've got no, they don't have Froling. Froling is going Froling through is, the no, draft no, no. process. Yeah, yeah. But Froling said he's yeah. coming back. Well, we talked about Adelaide organization fuckery. Mm -hmm. I believe a coach wants Mellow Trimble and I believe the organization wants someone else. Jerome Randall. Jerome Randall. Oh, God. Oh. And Your Jerome man. Randall. That's, and that's my man. Jerome Randall and Joey don't necessarily get yeah, along I, anymore. No, they don't. So, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting mix. I just think like that's a Like I said before, I feel like... There's a bit of fuckery going on oh, where yeah. they're just trying to make Joey quit. I don't believe they could make him quit. I believe they've already started the process to try and make his life a living hell. Yeah, but if you if you hold on for 24 hours, I believe something. Okay, well, I'm excited. 24 uh, hours. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't. Hopefully this podcast actually recorded, and we can get that out. <laughs> the only other NBA topic of the day and our last topic, Nurkic. Snap on the leg. No fun. Super sad. Super sad. You hate seeing... Well, I, I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I couldn't watch it, so I didn't see it. I watched it. Thank God he was wearing those white leggings because you would have seen bone. It would have been on some Kevin Ware, <sighs> Kevin Ware injury type shit. I got one more thing. 
oh, let's hope, you know, prayers go out. Hopefully he gets well in the off season. That fucks Portland for a while. Oh, they're by fucked. The way. Yeah, yeah. They're, fucked they're, the they're currently yeah. fourth, which is yeah. a matchup with Utah currently. And I and look and I'm going Utah in there, will probably the get way that, that Damian Lillard goes at uh the way that Damian Lillard goes at Donovan Mitchell, I would have backed Portland. Yeah. They had a had Nurkic and gone head to head. Yep. Who's the MVP of the NBA? Greek Freak or James, James Harden? Harden? It's a no context, James Harden. And if you are a betting man, gamble responsibly. But James Harden is it? I believe he's at two dollars something. I haven't actually checked the odds exactly. I'm going with Giannis. And just for the simple fact, I think he's been. I will not. James Harden has been unreal, but his start to the season. His season has been very similar, if we can put it in NBL terms, to Casper yeah. Ware. Very, very similar. And I think while James Harden might be the right choice, I think the political choice will be the Greek freak. There's a big difference between who will win the NBA MVP and who should win the NBA MVP. Who should win is probably Nikola Jokic. Yes. You take him out of that Denver lineup, they suck ass. Like they suck. You take Giannis out of Milwaukee. They've still got players around. They're still the best defensive team in the league. They're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. You take James Harden out of Houston. Yeah, they're no good. But they also beat Golden State without James Harden. I think the fact that Milwaukee are the number one seed in the East, they've got the best record in the NBA, they've got a player that is doing things that we haven't seen before at his height. I, I, yeah, I, I can't. It's tough. I, I, this I, is the closest it's been for a long time. I don't think James Harden is the lay down MVP in this one. No. And I think you can put a really, really good argument that Giannis is right there. Who are you going for, Corey? I don't know. I woke up. I couldn't sleep last night, so I just looked at highlights. Obviously, you can't judge it off highlights, but I love Harden. Like, I, I love He's done Harden. unbelievable things. These numbers that he's put up. Unbelievable, like consecutive, yeah, games, just just numbers. You you think it's gonna stop, and it just continues and continues and continues. And the rate he's doing it is ridiculous. 60, 50, 55, 41, wild 48, just in wins wild and wins in wins. The way he's scoring, where he's shooting from, is just ridiculous. So for me, it's hard to to pass him, but. The Greek freak, the stuff that he's doing, he's in first place. Yeah. You know, um, his numbers are ridiculous. Best defensive know? team in the Best league helps you get to first place. Houston don't have that luxury. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Flip a coin. James Harden at $2.55 is unbelievable value. $2.55 for who I think is most definitely, gamble responsibly, of course, who I think is the MVP. Who I would be, I would be shocked if he did not win the MVP. Where's Greek freak at? $1.49. Damn. I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't touch the Greek freak. James Harden is going to win the. There's an argument. People have to remember I would, this. I'd argue right now that you would touch a Greek. That's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a freak, but yeah, I haven't been too many Greeks. Um, James Harden, for sure the MVP in my opinion. I think that is unbelievable, $2.55. Um, can, we, can we just another thing that popped up on Twitter this morning that LeBron James isn't coming to Melbourne next year? Well, how about this? Because he's doing the movie. Space, Space Jam 2. Oh. Well, maybe Hopefully that's, that's not a train wreck. But who would you rather have? Zion or LeBron come? Zion. 
100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to see So Zion. maybe that's what's the I push. just want to watch him in the layup lines. Exactly. I'm not going to get in the game too much. I just want to watch him in the layup lines. But what about the rookie of the year? Because this one really pisses me off. And thank God I'm about to shake someone's hand up in the traders' floor. Because Luka Doncic it's be is Luka, a dollar one. He's got to be. People have the shortest term memories a in one. NBA. And that's why I reckon yeah. James Harden as well is a big chance for the MVP. Because people have short term memories. Right. You could have a massive game at the end of the year. If, if Miles Pomley comes out and scores 70 tomorrow, people are like, hmm, I don't know, man, he's had a good year. He's probably sm- smoking for the MVP. They have fucking short-term memories. Yeah, It is so annoying with this sort of stuff. Trey Young, yeah, fantastic player. He's had some massive games. He's had but bigger games than Luka Doncic. But it's not even fucking close. But it is a no contest. Yeah. A complete no contest between these two. It was a bigger no contest than Harry Froling winning Rookie of the Year. If you are going to take, if you are going to put money on Trey Young, just give it to me instead and I'll give you I'll invest I'll give it, you yeah. $1,000 odds. Yeah, I'll give you much better odds. So Luca, there is no is a, chance. Luca's a dollar one. A dollar yeah. one. Yeah, which why is, wouldn't he be? I mean, I'm with winks. you. He I'm is the winks. Luca Doncic is the winks, winks of the rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we do digress a little bit. So there's no money to make off of him. Sure, good. good. Sure, you put a dollar in, you make a cent. You make because a sports bets are smart company. <laughs> sports bets are smart company, and they're yeah. going to just lose Stop. money on a sure yeah. thing. Uh, I know the traders up up there on the 17th floor, and they do a fantastic job up there. All Dallas fans as well. Uh, no, there's a good. Actually, there's a good mixed bag. There's nice. like there's like one Dallas fan and three guys that have never heard of NBA before. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, the numbers guys. Yeah. Okay, well that's all we got time for. If you want to jump on Twitter and let us know who you think is going to win the NBA awards or any other random bullshit that comes into your head that you think we might be able to splurt out as well, hit up at C Homicide, my guy Chomicide, and at Wertho33, and you can throw some my way at, at Felix Hoff as well. 